Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Abide in me, and my words abide in you. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. If you'll just start your morning, start every day in prayer, start every day in His presence and in His written word, you will bear fruit. You won't have to work at it. That's the whole idea of bearing fruit. You don't work at it, it just happens. If you're healthy and you're being nourished, then you're going to bear fruit. God produces it. Jesus says that all of his followers are to take up their crosses and follow him, and to spread the gospel to as many people as possible. A Christian truly living as they should will have a life that bears fruit and that you can see God working in. When you look at your own life, do you see evidence of God in you? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 16 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Remember, let your light so shine that people see your good works and glorify God. Forgetting about the ones that are never going to glorify God no matter what. We're focusing on the ones who will if they see evidence of his hand at work. You see what I mean? Let your light so shine that anybody who will glorify God, when they see what he's doing in your life, that they're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. They're glorifying God for what they see him doing in your life. You know, too often we buy into the mistaken idea that once we've been saved, we can just coast through life and kind of endorsing Jesus like one would a political candidate, but never truly submitting to him or actively serving him day by day. Exodus chapter 27 gives us a picture of what Jesus wants for us in this area of letting our light shine. When God first instituted worship in his tabernacle, he instructed Moses this way, Exodus 27, 20, you shall command the children of Israel that they bring you pure oil of pressed olives for the light to cause the lamp to burn, what's that word? Continually. In the tabernacle of meeting outside the veil, which is before the testimony, in other words, out in the open, Aaron and his sons shall tend it from evening until morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever to their generations on behalf of the children of Israel. Guys, your lamp needs to be tended daily. That's something that you have to do. That's something that you have to do so that your light will burn continually. Now, how do we tend our lamps? I'm going to give you three things. Number one, you start every day in the presence of God. You get up in the morning and, you know, the minute you become aware that you're awake, you know, that first couple of seconds, you turn your attention heavenward and you just spend a minute with him. 
thanking him. Now, you don't stop there, but that's a discipline that can be cultivated. You know, most of the time, my sleep is somewhat erratic. You know, my wife and I are, are not on the same schedule, generally. She's a night owl. I'm an early bird. And with the stuff that goes on here at the church, you know, it's up and down and back. And, you know, and so the effect of that is that I, I often don't sleep like all the way through the night. So quite often, the first thought that pops into my head is I realize I'm waking up is, oh, shoot. I know it's not morning. You know, it's like probably one o'clock. I just know when I look at the clock, it's going to say one o'clock or two o'clock or something. But I try to redirect. At least I woke up, you know. God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving me another day. Thank you for this nice, comfortable pillow. My wife bought me the most awesome pillow. I'm telling you, jackpot in the pillow department. Thank you, Jesus. Take a minute just to be in his presence and allow the pure oil of his Holy Spirit to fill you in the morning. John 15, 4, Jesus said, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he's cast out as a branch and is withered and they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. If you'll just start your morning, start every day in prayer, start every day in his presence and in his written word, you will bear fruit. You won't have to work at it. That's the whole idea of bearing fruit. You don't work at it. It just happens. If you're healthy and you're being nourished, then you're going to bear fruit. God produces it in your life. Number two, love one another. Love one another. Jesus continued in John 15, verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. Guys, this is so important. I see so many Christians confused about this issue of God answering prayer and he says he'll give me what I ask for. Why doesn't he answer my prayer? Why doesn't he give me what I ask for? It's simple because you're not really his disciple. You're deceiving yourself. You think that all you had to do is A, B, C, and then you can make your decisions and just kind of throw up a prayer. Lord, please help me to do, you know, that's not what the Bible teaches. What he says right here is very clear. Abiding in him, staying close to him, receiving nourishment, instruction, guidance, submitted to him, surrendered to his will for your life, moment by moment, day by day. And he will, at that point, be the one in charge of what you're asking, and he already intends to give it to you. You see what I'm saying? But many times we think we're supposed to be ordering God around, like he's foolish enough to let us be in charge. He's not. He already sees we have a proven track record of messing things up, we human beings. Why would he let us be in charge? But if you'll come to him moment by moment, day by day, if you'll choose to love actively, and that's number three, by the way, get busy, get busy. Loving one another involves action, doing stuff that others can see. That's what he's talking about. Other people will see your good works. And the implication here is that we have to be intentional about it, that we have to plan for it. We have to make it a priority. If you're single, this is really simple, so basic. Put Jesus first in your budgeting and in your calendar. 
As you're planning out your financial budget, Jesus is at the top of the page. And I'm not just talking about giving to church. I'm talking about putting Jesus first. How do you want me to spend this money? Lord, what do you want me to do? Are there missionaries you want me to support? Is there a ministry you want me to be involved with? Is there somebody you want me to be helping? Put Jesus in charge of your budgeting and put Jesus in charge of your time management. You know, as you're thinking about how you're going to spend your weekend, as you're thinking about how you're going to spend your vacation. I had a friend many, many years ago that almost never took a personal vacation. She always did missions trips. She found somewhere to go and serve Jesus. Now, if you're married, I know this gets a little more complicated. The Apostle Paul said so, just so you know, in the Bible. When you get married, it complicates things just a little bit. Now you have to have a discussion with somebody about these things. But the basic principles remain the same. Jesus in charge of your money. Jesus in charge of your calendar. It's that simple. Are you really allowing him to dictate the decisions of your life, how you spend your money and how you spend your time? If you're not, if he's at the bottom of the pile, how do you dare call him the Lord of your life and say, oh, I love you, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord. Liar. It's just not true. Come to grips with it. If you love him like you say you do, if he's the Lord and master of your life, well, then he's telling you what to do with the life he's given you. He's giving you instructions about the resources he has entrusted to you as his steward. Do you understand? I know for some of you, this sounds really harsh. But you understand that the picture that he's giving us here of these old oil lamps, like Moses used, the little clay lamps, these things had to be regularly tended. Aaron and his sons, every day they had to deal with it. What was it they were supposed to be doing every day? They had to make sure the oil reservoir was full, right? We've already talked about that, spending time with the Father, being filled with the Holy Spirit. Oil in the Bible almost always is representative of that, being filled with the Holy Spirit. And then second, tending the wick. How did they tend the wick? Well, it had to be trimmed. It had to be cut. It had to be clipped. Kind of like pruning a tree. When it got too black on the end, it had to be trimmed. Listen to me carefully. If you're a Christian, today is wick trimming day. We need to take stock. Is my light burning in such a way? Do I so shine that people look at the good works in my life and glorify God? If not, trim your wick. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and trim your wick. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time as you tune in? As we continue to produce programs and spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners, too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and Tracy's here with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is! 
We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, Tracy, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.